0: A maintenance period also is not a let's go wild, let's go back to everything I was doing before. A maintenance period is more like less focus on the skill going down, maybe eating slightly higher at more your maintenance calories versus your calorie deficit, and just giving your body some time to maintain at that new low so that when you do either go back to the same calories you're eating before, or maybe you cut calories a little lower you're seeing progress at a faster rate. I am so glad you are here. Welcome to the Real and Uplifted podcast with Dorothy. I'm your host, walking you through all things real and unfiltered about being a woman, a mom, a wife, a business owner, reaching your fitness and health goals, whether it is losing weight, gaining muscle, or just feeling your healthiest and best in your body as well as everything in between here to inspire you to make life just a little easier so you can live your dreams and feel uplifted one episode at a time. So let's get started. All right. Welcome to the real and uplifted show, how to break through a weight loss plateau. So if your goal is weight loss, These are going to happen and I am going to break down the practical, the physiological, what you need to do to keep seeing that scale move in the direction you want to see it move in. I'm going to tell you why a weight loss plateau is not a bad thing, how we need to just shift our mindset around it. And then three, I also want you to understand how to break through sort of the mental part of a weight loss plateau. To make sure a plateau doesn't lead to a regain of the weight and all of those pieces rolled together so you can feel really successful and reach your health and fitness goals. So let's dive in. I am so happy you are here. Number one, the first thing I want to say is weight loss plateaus are a part of the journey. The scale does not go in a straight line down every single day, it doesn't go in a straight line down. Every single week, you can have a perfect week where you feel like you nailed your nutrition, you nailed your workouts, you got great sleep, you got your steps up, water, like whatever those things you're working on, you did it all and the scale can stay the same, the scale can spike, and you can be like, what the F? Like, why am I even doing this? And one, sort of the mental side, are there positives and just how you're feeling outside of the scale? Check in with those. But two, from the practical side, this is normal. And odds are, if you stay the course, the next week you are going to experience a drop, a whoosh effect. So, just knowing this is normal is so important. The other practical I want you to think about is seasons of dieting. So, oftentimes, I feel like women are constantly in a diet, they're constantly cutting calories and they don't have a time frame for resting and instead of thinking it of it as a weight loss plateau think of it as I'm maintaining it's a maintenance period at a new low so not a weight loss plateau maintaining at a new low and you need some of these maintenance periods where maybe calories are a little higher Maybe you're not tracking food. If you normally keep a food diary to stay consistent, to sort of reset both your mindset and your metabolism to a more optimal place. Think of it this way, like it's slowing down to speed up. If you're constantly cutting calories, eventually your body is going to sort of adjust to that new normal. And. Our body is very much like the status quo. So, you need some of these periods of maintenance to keep going. So, how long can you usually lose weight? It depends on a few things. One, how much weight you have to lose. Of course, if you have a larger amount of weight to lose, you might be able to stay in a calorie deficit and losing weight for a little bit longer. You also might see more weight come off. Think. 3 months to 4 months maybe stretching it to 5 really have to look at all of your physiological cues but for most of us 3 to 4 months no matter how much weight we have to lose 3 to 4 months on average losing anywhere from half a pound to a pound and a half a week your body needs a little bit of a refresh a little bit of a maintenance period to reoptimize a maintenance period also is not a Let's go wild. Let's go back to everything I was doing before. A maintenance period is more like less focus on the skill going down, maybe eating slightly higher at more your maintenance calories versus your calorie deficit, and just giving your body some time to maintain at that new low so that when you do either go back to the same calories you're eating before, or maybe you cut calories a little lower, you're seeing progress at a faster rate. So, again, slowing down to maintain. So that when you do drop to your calorie deficit again, you're losing faster than if you just tried to power it through for an extra month or an extra week or however long it is. So oftentimes also as our body loses weight, ideally we want to prioritize fat. We want to maintain muscle because that's going to help our hormones, our metabolism, like our strength, our Longevity as we age, like you want to maintain that muscle. So, one more reason why you don't want to lose weight too fast because you want to keep the muscle, just reduce fat. But as we lose weight, whether it's just fat or a little fat and a little bit of muscle, your metabolism can lower slightly. This is why, if you're heavier, you can probably lose weight eating more calories as you get closer to your goal. Your calories might have to come down. So, a woman who initially was losing weight on 1900 calories and lost 40 pounds eating, you know, 1900 calories, and she's like, okay, she did a maintenance period. She's ready to lose like 10 more pounds. She did the mental work too. I am going to touch upon that. It's so important. She likely is going to have to lower her calories to then lose the last 10 pounds depending on what her body was maintaining at, how much food she's eating, all of that. If you're someone who is constantly and chronically dieting, where you're spending time at 1,200 calories and 1,100 or 800 calories, it's really, really setting yourself up for a harder time to break through some of these weight loss plateaus and your odds of like in your maintenance phase you do want to eat slightly more so that if you go back down to that same low calorie place, like you'll see more progress. So this is another reason why during the seasons of dieting, you want to take a moderate calorie deficit to make slow and steady progress. So then you can also have a maintenance phase. So then you can cut a little bit lower, but you can still enjoy your life to get to your end goal. And just a reminder, like the closer you get to your end goal, the less you weigh, sometimes the slower the weight loss can be. You can be like, but I saw this woman and she was losing a pound a week and I'm only losing like on average half a pound a week. That makes sense. Like If you're 135 and you want to get down to 127, like that rate of weight loss is going to go slower than someone who's 220. And wants to get down to 189. So, just like your reframe of what is reasonable, that matters so much too, because sometimes we focus so much on the gap of where we are and where we want to be instead of the gain, especially when it's going slower and you're closer to your goal that it can be disheartening. So, those are sort of the practical. You might need to cut calories, like seasons of dieting slow down to speed up. You want to optimize everything while you're in that maintenance phase. You want to continue like strength training workouts, depth, sleep, reducing stress, plenty of protein, plenty of water, like all of those things. There are lots of levers of fat loss need to be optimized and you can continue to work on those habits while you're maintaining. And it's only going to make going back into a calorie deficit easier for you. So the mental aspect, I feel like this can sometimes be the hardest part. No one wants to be at maintenance fades. No one's like excited. There aren't any programs heavily marketed that are like, hey, come maintain your weight for two months. That's just not a thing being sold to us because that's not something that mentally we feel like we should be doing. We feel like we should always be growing and improving. And I feel like That is a normal human evolution thing and super important. But if you build in some habits to focus on while you're in that maintenance phase, you can grow and evolve and get better and better at those things. Maybe you focus heavily on reducing stress while you're at your maintenance phase, whatever it is. So you do experience progress in the right direction and you stop viewing progress solely as just the scale. because. If that's your only metric for progress, a maintenance phase can feel really disheartening. So let me walk you through the mental mind shifts in addition to help you break through a weight loss plateau. These can be used if it's been like one week, if it's been one month, if you've done a maintenance phase and now you're ready to dive back in. If you're only one month in and you feel like you're out of plateau, like these can be helpful these can be helpful to walk yourself through these steps in a day. You did a great job last week and then the scale doesn't drop. These can be a great, great shifts to walk yourself through. So if you've had some success in the past, there is no reason more success is not coming, coming your way. Focus on what is coming. Stop being so stuck in the present because when we get so stuck in, it's not happening, it's not happening, I'm not losing weight, I'm not losing weight, we create more of that. When you focus on, okay, I've seen success in the past, I know I'm going to hit my goal, I know I'm going to stay consistent, I can feel that the weight is going to fall off. Focus on what is coming when you're in these plateaus, and don't get so caught up, and it's not working, it's not working, it's not working even if you were just talking that through in your mind, it should feel so, so different. So doing it a different way, focusing on some different beliefs is super important. We need to recommit. We need to reaffirm these new beliefs. If you feel like you are very stuck in, I'm not losing weight. It's not working. Ask yourself, is that ultimately true? Do you know for a fact, 100% that is true? If the answer is no, you don't know if that's true that you're not going to be able to lose any more weight. What are all the reasons that point to you are going to be able to lose weight? And then can you release can you release your fear, your worry about being at that plateau? Basically, like are you going to be more committed to your fears of the reality around you right now or are you going to be more committed to your dreams? Does it do you any good to hold on to that belief, like I'm not losing weight, I'm not losing weight, I'm not losing weight? Or does releasing that worry, does releasing that fear open you up to more of what is coming? And then sometimes if you listen to a previous episode where I sort of talked about derailing your progress, have you hit your own set point, your own ceiling where you're either about to go into some self-sabotage, Maybe you feel some guilt or shame about not deserving the weight loss you've experienced because these are some deeper rooted feelings. And if you have not listened to this previous episode, I highly recommend you go back and listen to that one. It was excellent if I do say so myself because there is a very different vibe from feeling like it's all working out. Okay, I'm spending some time here at maintenance. Then I'm going to go back into it. I'm prioritizing these other small goals and small habits versus it's not working. Nothing's working. This always happens to me. I guess I might as well just go back to what I was doing before. Like, who cares? Your energy matters so much in the journey. And it can be the practical is hard, eating right, figuring out all the levers of fat loss. That is 100% a piece that can be challenging. But The part just from working with so many women, the part that is even harder is the staying committed in the face of adversity, looking at some of these deeper patterns, these deeper held beliefs, and working through those so they don't come up and so that you can keep making progress. And those are my big tips for you. If you found this helpful, I would love it if you left a review, if you shared it with one friend, that might find it helpful or you shared it somewhere on your social media. And if you have any questions about weight loss plateaus, feel free to reach out to me through social media. If you need support in starting, continuing, or breaking through your own plateaus, reach out for details about coaching before you go. Something that is really making me feel uplifted is good music. And one of my favorite, I love a good remix and Loud Luxury has some amazing remixes on Spotify. So if you haven't listened to them, they're also all over Instagram and I use them for a lot of my reels. But if you need a good playlist, I highly recommend some Loud Luxury on Spotify to elevate your mood and your energy. And I will talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening to The Real and Uplifted Show make sure to hit the subscribe or follow button from wherever you're listening. And as always, if you especially enjoyed this episode, leaving a review or sharing with a friend is the kindest way to pass this on and uplift others. If you're curious about anything from today's episode and ready to move closer to your goals, make sure you check the show notes for some fun bonuses and to continue the conversation, shoot me a message on Instagram or Facebook at Dorothy McGatlin. Talk to you soon.